Section 20 of The Sikh Religion Its Gurus, Sacred Writings and Authors, Volume 2 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Read for you by Chiquito Crasto The Sikh Religion, Its Gurus, Sacred Writings and Authors, Volume 2 by Max Arthur McAuliffe Life of Guru Amar Das, Chapter 14 Part A When all the ceremonies of Guru Ram Das's coronation were complete, Guru Amar Das ordered Bhai Buddha and other Sikhs to do homage to the newly installed Guru. Then followed a great feast, at which every variety of dishes and dainties were served. Sending for the headman of Goindwal, the members of his family and all his Sikhs, Guru Amar Das said, God's summons hath come, and I am about to depart. God's will I accept with pleasure. The Creator, by calling me, hath conferred honour on me, and as true friends, relations, and well-wishers are pleased, and never sorry at seeing an honour paid a friend, let there be no mourning for me. When I have gone, sing God's praises, read God's word, hear God's word, and obey God's will. Mohari then asked him how his obsequies were to be celebrated. The Guru replied, Perform no obsequies for me. Place not a lamp in my hands during my last moments. Call me not a ghost, as the Hindus do up to the thirteenth day after death. Remember to obey my instructions. Mohari put a final question to his father. Thou hast ordered us to lead family lives. This cannot be done without the aid of wealth. What occupation shall we pursue to maintain ourselves? The Guru replied, Live honestly, practice piety and turn not away from God. Act according to thy advice, and you shall be happy. The Guru repeated the Japji, drew a sheet over him, and amid the surrounding six unbroken cries of Waheguru, Satguru, Satnam, blended the light of his soul with the light of God. After the Guru's body had been washed and clothed in costly raiments, it was placed on a beautiful bier, and borne with the singing of the Sikh choristers, to the accompaniment of Rebek and Tabla, and amid a rain of flowers, to the margin of the river Beers, where it was cremated with all solemnity. The ashes were afterwards thrown into the river. When the singing was over, the mourners recited the Sohila, and distributed sacred food. They then returned home, singing the Guru's praises as they went. Guru Ram Das addressed words of consolation to the Sikhs and the family of the departed. Guru Ram Das's glory daily extended like the rays of the rising sun, and the Sikh religion grew like a gigantic tree. It was Guru Nanak who had sowed the seeds from which it sprang. In Guru Angad's time, its trunk towered on high, and its roots penetrated the earth, while during Guru Amar Das's spiritual reign, it put forth its widely spreading branches in every direction. As the Emperor Akbar administered his empire by the agency of governors of provinces, so Guru Amar Das similarly partitioned the Sikh spiritual empire into twenty-two districts. Guru Amar Das, after a spiritual reign of twenty-two years, departed this life at ten o'clock on the forenoon of the day of the full moon in the month of Bhadon, Sambat 1631, A.D. 1574. There is a yearly fair held on that day at Goindwal to commemorate the act of the, of the Guru's blending with his Maker. Mohari had, as we had seen, a son called Anand. Anand's son was Sundar Das, 
who afterwards at the request of guru arjan wrote the following account of the death of guru amardas the composition is called the sadd or the calling and is now sung by sikhs on all occasions of mourning the sadd one god is the benefactor of the universe he loveth the saints and filleth the three worlds they in whose hearts the guru's instruction is contained know none besides god under the guru's instruction they know none besides they meditate on the one name by the favor of nanak and guru angad amardas obtained the supreme position when the message came for him to depart he was absorbed in god's name in his world he obtained the eternal immovable and unequaled god by service 2 the guru gladly accepted the will of god to go to him the true guru offered a prayer to god protect mine honor this is my supplication preserve the honor of thy servant o bright god grant me thy name that it may assist me at my final departure and vanquish death and death's myrmidians god heard the true guru's prayer and granted his request he mercifully blended the true guru with himself and said bravo bravo well done 3 my disciples sons and brethren hear me i have received god's order to go to him the guru was pleased with the will of the lord my god congratulated him he to whom god's order is pleasing is a saint of the true guru there are joy and unbeaten strains for him and god himself embraceth him carefully examine your hearts my sons my brethren and my family the order written in the beginning cannot be erased the guru is going to god 4 the true guru was pleased to sit up and call his family let no one weep when i am gone that would never please me when a friend obtaineth a robe of honor friends who desire his honor are pleased consider and behold my sons and brethren god clothed me with a robe of honor the true guru himself while alive appointed a successor to his authority he caused all his disciples relations sons and brethren to fall at ramdas's feet 5 finally the true guru spoke after my death sing god's praises call god instead of a pandit and for the garar puran read god's word read god's word hear god's name the guru desireth god's love instead of a lofty beer barley rolls bread on leaves hindu obsequies lamps and throwing his bones into the ganges the true guru spoke as it pleased god and he was blended with the omniscient being the true guru gave ramdas sodhi the apostolic mark the token of the true word 6 as the true guru spoke so his disciples obeyed his wishes his son mohari became obedient to him and fell at ramdas's feet then all fell at the feet of the true guru into whom guru amardas had infused his spirit any person who through jealousy did not bow before him was brought by the supernatural power of the true guru and made bow before him it pleased god and the guru to bestow greatness on ramdas according to god's will recorded in the beginning saith sundar hear me o saint the whole world fell at ramdas's feet hymns of guru amardas whether men wear religious garbs or revel in their worldly possessions they still need the guru's guidance sri rag men put on many garbs and wander abroad but in their hearts and minds practice deception they shall not find god's palace and dying their abode shall be in filth o man be a hermit in thine own home 
he who hath been enlightened by the guru's instruction practiseth truth self-restraint and good works he conquereth his heart by the guru's instruction and obtaineth salvation and deliverance in his own home meet the society of the saints o man and meditate on god's name even though thou enjoy hundreds of thousands of women and rule the nine regions of the world thou shalt not obtain happiness without the true guru but shalt be born again and again wealth and supernatural power follow those even though they in no wise covet them who wear on their necks god's necklaces and attach themselves to the guru's feet what pleaseth god and nothing else shall take place the slave nanak liveth by repeating thy name o god grant it to him of thy grace the condition of the pious as distinguished from the perverse men act as they see others act the perverse acquire not understanding the service of the pious whose hearts are pure is acceptable to god they sing god's praises ever read them and by singing them become absorbed in him nanak the words of those who fix their attention on the name are ever true the saints trade in god's name god is the wealth and capital of his saints they trade in consultation with the guru they praise his name for ever and ever his name is their merchandise and their support in their hearts the perfect guru hath established god's name as an inexhaustible storehouse o my brethren admonish your hearts o man why art thou indolent ponder on the name under the guru's instruction to serve god is to love him if pious men reflect on it god is not served by hypocrisy the words of the double dealer are despised he in whose heart are discrimination and reflection uniteth not with him he is called the servant of god who claspeth him to his heart the holy man who placeth before him and entrusteth to him his soul and body and rooteth out pride from within him is blessed and acceptable and shall never suffer defeat god is obtained by his own favour without it he is not obtained eighty-four lakhs of species thirst for god but only he whom he blendeth with himself shall meet him nanak the pious man who is ever absorbed in god's name shall find him the condition of the perverse is like that of an unhappy wife the acts of the perverse are like the external decorations of a wife separated from her husband her husband cometh not to her couch and she is ever in disgrace far from reaching her husband's chamber she may not see even the door of his house the necessity of a spiritual guide though man mortified himself and performed penance with body reversed yet pride would not forsake him were he even to investigate the relations between the supreme and the individual soul he would never obtain the name the name of god abideth in the heart of him who under the guru's instruction while alive is dead the means of obtaining deliverance whom shall i worship what name shall i utter go ask the true guru let me obey the order of the true guru and remove pride from within me that is real worship and service by which the name dwelleth in the heart it is only from the name happiness is obtained man is adorned by the true word o my soul be wakeful night and day and think upon god watch thy field or the kulang death will descend upon it his heart's desires are fulfilled who is saturated with the word he who feareth loveth and serveth god day and night shall behold him ever present doubts fly far away from him whose heart is ever dyed with the true word he obtaineth the true lord who is true and an ocean of excellences
They who are awake are saved, they who sleep are lost. They know not the true word, their lives pass away like a dream. As from an empty house a guest goeth as he came. So the life of the perverse man passeth away in vain. What face shall he show to God? Thou art thyself, O God, all in all. Man in a state of pride cannot utter thy praises. Recognize the Guru's instruction, so shall the disease of pride vanish from thy heart. I touch the feet of those who serve their own true Guru. Nanak, I am a sacrifice to those who are found to be true in God's court. Instruction addressed to the sensual and the false. Hear, hear, thou who art seized by lust, why goest thou swaggering along? Thou knowest not thine own beloved. How shalt thou show thy face to him? I touch the feet of my friends who know their own spouse. By associating with the guild of the saints may I become like them. O woman, the false have been ruined by their falsehood. God, the spouse, is true and beautiful, and is found by the Guru's instruction. The perverse know not their spouse. How shall they pass their nights? They who are filled with pride burn with desire, and suffer pain from their worldly love. They who are dyed with the word, and from whom all pride departeth, are happy wives. They ever enjoy their spouse, and pass their days in the highest delight. Their spouse hath abandoned those who are devoid of divine knowledge, and they shall not obtain the dear one. The spiritually blind are in darkness. Without beholding the bridegroom, their hunger shall not depart. Come and meet me, my friends, and cause me to meet my beloved. She who by perfect destiny hath met the true Guru, hath found her beloved, and is absorbed in the true one. The women on whom God looketh with favour are happy wives. They recognise their spouse and offer him their bodies and their souls. By dispelling their pride, they find their spouse in their own homes. Nanak, they who practise devotion day and night are happy wives worthy of praise. Sri Rag Ashtapadi The holy are compared to non-migratory, the unholy to migratory birds. Beautiful is the bird on the tree, which pecketh at truth by the Guru's favour. It drinketh the essence of God's name, abideth in happiness, and flieth not hither and thither. It obtaineth a dwelling in its own nest, and is absorbed in God's name. O man, do the Guru's service. If thou walk in the way of the Guru, thou shalt be day and night absorbed in God's name. Can the birds on the tree be prized, which fly in every direction? The more they fly, the worse they suffer. They ever burn and scream. Without the Guru, they cannot behold God's court or obtain the ambrosial fruit. For the pious who are naturally true, God is an evergreen tree. They reject the three branches and attach themselves to the word which is the trunk. The name of God alone is ambrosial fruit. He himself giveth it to be eaten. The perverse, even while erect, are withered. They have no fruit nor shadow. Sit not near them. They have neither house nor village. They are ever cut down and burnt as dry wood. They have neither the word nor God's name. Men act according to God's order, and wander according to their previous acts. By his order they obtain a sight of him, and whither he sendeth them, thither they go. Of his own will God dwelleth in their hearts, and they become blended with the True One. The ignorant wretches who recognize not God's order wander about in error, their acts are the result of obstinacy, and they are continually disgraced. They have no peace within them, and they love not the True One. 
beautiful are the faces of the pious who bear love and affection to the Guru. Theirs is a real worship. They are dyed with the truth and found true at the court of the true one. Fortunate is their advent into the world. They save all their families. The acts of all are under the eye of God. None are beyond his supervision. As the true God beholdeth man, so he becometh. Nanak, the greatness of the name is obtained by good acts. Even the holy without the Guru fall under the influence of mammon. Sids wander abroad misled by Maya and contemplate not God with love. Maya entereth the three worlds, and they are greatly entangled by her. Without the Guru, deliverance cannot be obtained, nor shall doubt and worldly love depart. Whom do men call Maya? What doth Maya do? She it is who hath enchained man in misery, and caused him to do works of pride. Men even of the lowest caste obtain glory in God's court. Nam, a calico printer, and Kabir, a weaver, obtained salvation from the perfect Guru. Knowing God, they embraced his word, and lost their consciousness of caste. Demigods and men sing their compositions. None may erase them, my brethren. Pralhad, the son of Adaitya, read not of religious ceremonies or austerities, yet he knew not worldly love. On meeting a true Guru, he became holy and uttered God's name day and night. He read only of the one God. He required only the one name and knew none other. All long for rest and ultimate repose in God. Everybody longeth for rest, but it cannot be obtained without the Guru. Pandits and astrologers grow weary of reading. They who wear sectarial dresses wander in error. If God be merciful, rest is obtained by meeting the Guru. My brethren, rest is not obtained without the Guru. It is from the word rest proceedeth, and the true Guru is obtained. What is sung at rest is acceptable. Without rest, recital is vain. It is in rest devotion springeth up. In rest, love of God and contempt of the world are produced. It is from rest happiness and peace are obtained. Without rest, life is vain. It is in rest God is ever and ever praised. In rest, man applieth himself to contemplation. It is in rest God's praises are uttered, and man attentively serveth him. It is by the word God dwelleth in the heart, and the tongue tasteth his nectar. In rest death is destroyed, and man entereth the sanctuary of the true one. In rest God's name dwelleth in the heart, and man practiseth truth. They are very fortunate who have found God, and entered into a state of rest. Rest is not found in mammon which produceth worldly love. The perverse perform ceremonial works, but they destroy themselves and others by their pride. Their birth and death cease not, they come and go again and again. Rest is not found in Maya with the three qualities. She leadeth men astray in error. What avail reading, studying and talking, if men wander from the first cause? In the fourth state there is rest. It is obtained by the holy. The name of him who is without qualities is a treasure. In rest, a knowledge of it is obtained. The virtuous praising God say, True is the fame of the true one. God will grant rest even to those who have gone astray, if they have found the word. Without rest, all are blind in the darkness of worldly love. In rest, a knowledge of the true eternal word is obtained. The perfect Guru, the Creator, hath pardoned and blended me with Himself. In rest, the unseen, the fearless, the luminous, 
the formless one is recognized there is one benefactor of all the luminous one who blendeth man with his light under the instruction of the perfect guru praise god who hath no end or limit the name is the wealth of those who possess divine knowledge in rest they trade in it night and day they receive god's name as their profit from a full and exhaustless storehouse nanak there shall never be a deficiency since the giver hath given it end of section 20 read for you by chiquito crasto labak texas